to the Deeply Rooted Podcast. We're here to root deep together in God's Word so that we can live lives of unshakable faith. My name is Ben Jacobson. I am one of the pastors at Hope Lutheran Church in Fargo, North Dakota, and I am joined today by my colleague, Pastor Sarah Seibel. Sarah, good to have you on board today. Good to be here. Yeah. So we're doing this, uh, we've taken a little break from walking through the narrative of Scripture. We'll come back to that and we'll finish it. Uh, But for the summer, we thought, let's do something a little bit different. And this summer, we are looking through some of our favorite psalms. And and we're going to see psalms that give us comfort. We're going to see psalms that that challenge us. We're going to see psalms that, that bring us into this place of praise and thanksgiving. The Psalms are just, they're filled with with all sorts of different um, types of, of Psalms. And today we have a special one. We're going to be looking at Psalm 121, which I know, Sarah, for you is, uh, you chose this one for a reason. Yes. Um, and so we'll get to We'll get to hear a bit more about why that psalm is is meaningful for you. Um, one of the things that, that this psalm talks about is how the Lord is our shade. And I was thinking, you know, summertime, it's nice to escape the heat. Where's your shady spot that <laughs> yeah, you go? Yeah, uh, my shady spot is my front porch. Um, in fact, growing up, I, I always had a front porch. It was one of my favorite places to go in the summer was to... Uh, sit and lay on the front porch. It was enclosed. And when it would thunderstorm out, I would sit on our porch and enjoy it. And so now as an adult, when we purchase the home that we have now, um, I'm like, it has to have a porch. We have to have a porch because that is my favorite place to go. So in the morning, in the afternoon, when sit, there's a thunderstorm. Read, drink your coffee. Absolutely. Enjoy the watching the, the changes in weather and yeah. the changes in life around you. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I don't know that I have a shady spot. I think I need a porch. Yeah. I don't have a porch. Yeah, or well, a really big tree. A really big tree. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have always, you see in movies all the time, people's shady spot where they're relaxing is always like reading underneath a tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not comfortable. I always tried it because I thought it was like this, you know, yeah, it's this yeah. idyllic image. Yeah. It's not very fun. So Have you tried it in a hammock? Hammock would be better. Yeah, we have a hammock. I, yeah, we just go. got a hammock. Drag that thing <laughs> into the shade. Yes, the Lord is my shade. So we need those shady spots in our lives, but also in our spiritual yes, lives. And so absolutely. we'll hear a little bit about that today. I'm going to read Psalm 121. I'm going to read from the New Revised Standard Version, and we'll start right with verse 1. I lift my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So Sarah, as you hear that psalm, mm-hmm. what uh, what parts stick out to you? What are your, kind of your favorite pieces or maybe mm-hmm. spots that challenge you, you, things you wonder about? Yeah. As I read this psalm, it's always, 
it's always mindful to me that it comes in like a group. Like, so in the Psalms, there are groupings of Psalms. They're in mm. a particular order for a particular reason. And so like Psalm 120 through 134, this is actually a Psalm that many people, as they are pilgrimaging from their hometown into Jerusalem for festival days, for um, festive days, they would be reciting these songs. And um, and this is a song of ascent. I, I lift my eyes to the hill. I look to the landscape and I see the hills, the mountains far mm. off, and where will my help mm. come? So on that journey to Jerusalem, mm. God is with them. And that's that's the overarching theme through all of these songs of ascent is God's provision and protection, mm. God's providence mm. um, as as you journey. And so the theme that I look I lift up that I am drawn into is is God's protection and providence throughout this entire psalm. So this is a traveling song. It is. Something that, you know, so as a kid, when we would drive places, we had a John Denver tape. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Take me home, country roads. (laughs) Uh, So this is not only a song that maybe would be sung to pass the time, but it was also more than John Denver, a reminder of, of the fact that on the journey the literal journey that we're on, but also the journey of life that God travels with us and that God gives us the things that we need to to face the journey, protects mm-hmm. us along the journey. Mm-hmm. And I think um, there is that important distinction of, yes, we're talking about maybe the, the short journeys we take in life, but also all of life is a journey, right? All of life is is a path uh, that's before us. And we see that throughout the Psalms and and uh, especially, you know, we saw it in Psalm 1 that, that there are two paths in front of us, the one where we walk with God and the one where we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is yet another reminder that we can be drawn back into uh, a life with God when we're on that journey and we're, we're looking around wondering, where are we going to get help for the trouble that we've got ourselves in or the trouble that's come upon us? Right. Um, God is, is with us in the midst of that. I love all the images of this psalm. I think... You know, the, this image of out, being out, looking around in nature. Mm-hmm. I love um, uh, talking about shade and about the sun and the moon. And, and th- these are all mm-hmm. just things that are in the natural world around us. So yeah. um, yep. beautiful images here. Um, what do some of them represent? Uh, you know, like when we look at, uh, let's just start maybe at verse one. Yeah. Um, I lift my eyes to the hills what what on earth does that mean yeah one like literal interpretation of this is you know if you're traveling depending on where you're starting from um heading to jerusalem you're you're looking to the hills the foothills and and the mountains that are there surrounding you know it's the topography you're ascending the up the landscape and where will my help come from you know as you ascend a hill hilly landscape you know it's not going to be easy it's going to be tough and that literal question where will my help come but throughout the Psalms, actually, uh, especially in the Psalms, there's this this imagery of Mount Zion, a specific hill, a specific mountain. And Mount Zion in the Psalms is where God's throne is here on earth. And so lift your eyes to the hills, yes, but also lift your eyes to God. And where will my help come? Then verse 2, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. So it's this lifting up of your eyes, the lifting up of your soul, your spirit, looking to God for help. 
That's one of those beautiful imageries, you know, because I think about um, many of us bow our heads when we pray and fold our hands. But uh, I know for me, you know, in those desperate times of prayers, it's often my, me holding out my hands and looking up, mm. looking up and asking God, help me. Where are you? Help me. Mm-hmm. Even as I fall to my knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And other places in scripture, you know, we see that the mountains are often places where God meets mm-hmm. his people. I mean, the giving of the law, we've talked about that in, mm-hmm. in some of our other episodes, uh, the, the transfiguration, which we'll get to, you know, in the future, um, where Jesus uh, is, is on the mountain with mm-hmm. some of his disciples, and they have this moment of, you know, the presence of God is, is certainly with them. And so, that, you know, that's, that's a theme, one of those threads that pulls through the Psalms, but also the other, the other places in Scripture, too. Yes. Hard image for um, us here in Fargo because we don't have any hills. So flat. <laughs> Where do we look? <laughs> Where are we supposed to look? <laughs> yep, uh, yep. Uh, I know we have our own Mount Fargo, but that's not really something we, <laughs> we look right. to. We stay away from there. <laughs> yes. Um, no, yeah, that's a great, great observation. Um, yeah, and so as we continue <laughs> through this psalm, it says uh, that God will not let your foot be moved. He will not let your foot be moved. He keeps you, will not slumber. And I love that because, you know, if you are a, a literal pilgrim walking, you know, slipping your foot as you hike, as you climb, that's a real, there's real possibility of danger. And as we walk through life, you know, we, we will stumble in life. We will, mm-hmm. our foot will slip. Mm-hmm. Um, but God doesn't allow us to fall. Uh, because he will keep us and he is always watching over us. He who keeps you will not slumber. And then, so that's like the individual. He who keeps you will not slumber. But look at verse four. He who keeps Israel, the people, Mm. right? God isn't just watching you, which is amazing too. He's he's looking out for everyone, right? Yep. So we go from personal to communal just in those two verses. Um, Yeah. I wonder... God doesn't sleep. What does that mean? He rests, but he doesn't sleep. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, I love that. You know, it's it's that um, ultimately, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't sleep. He's always watchful. He's always mindful. He's always providing. He's always protecting. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we think about that, that sleep part, you know, it's. It it what if you read it again, it says that he will he will not slumber. So we have that idea of sleep, and then it like intensifies. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep, right? Like the assurance, like this is us remembering and, and providing and having deep assurance that God is with us in all things. Mm-hmm. And and his assurance is all encompassing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. All encompassing. Mm-hmm. He won't sleep. We might sleep, but he's still watching over us, right? And it's all encompassing. And and um, as we look to the future verses, it's even eternal. As we look mm. to verse 8, not to jump too far ahead, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> you know, the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in mm-hmm. from this time on and forever. I love what you said about the, how the, the slumber and the sleep and how that kind of intensifies, mm-hmm. restates yeah. what has already been said and i think for those of us who are 
trying to figure out how do we read these psalms? How do we read these songs, poetry? I mean, because they are, the, it's it's not like reading the, the newspaper or like reading the instructions for putting together the table that you bought at the store. Right. It's, right. it's a different kind of writing. And mm-hmm. and I think one of the, the marks of that is is that it repeats. You know, yeah. it might repeat right. like that slumber or sleep. That idea yeah. repeats to give an emphasis, and I think there's the there's some. It's like an underline. Yeah. In the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. some really important repetition yeah. in this psalm. Yes. Sarah, would you talk a little bit about what is that repetition? Um, yeah. Well, if you haven't caught on yet, uh, there is a word that keeps popping up. It pops up six times. It keeps. Popping up. Oh, you caught it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the word is keep. A Hebrew, specifically, the word is shamar, and it can mean to keep, to hold, to protect, um, to. Oh, you had you had another you had a guard guard your guard. yes your professor that's yes. right you shared that with me to guard right yep. your shamar is to guard to guard. Yep. <laughs> so the Lord is your keeper. He is your guard. He's your protector. And the Lord is your shade at your right hand. And then in verse 7, the Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in this time on and forevermore. And so, I mean, really, this the song here, the psalmist, really is trying to help us understand as God is the one who protects and who watches over. God is the one who keeps our life. Literally, in, it's like... He's got the whole world in his hands. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. that song, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But here it is in Scripture, emphasizing the point that God keeps us in all of our life. He holds us. He guards for us. He protects us. Mm. Yeah. So how has that um, happened in your life? Yeah, yeah. Well, as I read um, verse 5 and 6, the Lord is your keeper. And the Lord is your shade at your right hand. So he's with you in the dark places. And he won't let the sun strike you by day, right? So even in the wonderful uh, light-filled moments, even it says, nor the moon by night. Um, where that's shown up in my life, um, this psalm, actually why I chose it, was because um, when I was pregnant with our first child, um, like most first-time parents, I was filled with all sorts of questions and wonderings and anxieties and worries. Yeah. And... Um, and so one of the things I was encouraged was to memorize things to help me um, help me focus on uh, on the positive and on what what can help me through the process of pregnancy and delivery and and so um, so I decided to memorize scripture and I, I memorized a few different passages of scripture and one was one of them was Psalm one twenty one. Well, as the time came closer and closer for our, our son to be born, this was the psalm that I kept coming back to. Hmm. And, uh, and it really helped me. And so when uh, my son was born and the doctor said, hey, you're, you have a son born at 121 in the afternoon, mm-hmm. it was like, boom, like God mm-hmm. <laughs> was speaking right to yeah. me. <laughs> He's like, I am with you in the joyous moments and in the tough moments. And, that's, and this psalm, actually, um, our firstborn son um, four weeks after he was born, he had to be hospitalized. We learned he had a birth defect, um, and that that birth defect, um, he would he would have to have surgery for it later in life. And until then, he would have to doctor. And so, so this psalm, Psalm one twenty one, was 
uh, a psalm that spoke to me and has continued to speak to me, but most profoundly for four years, for the first four years of my son's life, mm. of my oldest son's life. And so um, this, yeah, this psalm, uh, the Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. That no matter what happened with my son, good or bad, with his medical needs, um, knowing that the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on forevermore, it was that assurance that no matter what, it's going to be okay because God is holding my son at all times mm. and holding me and my husband. And no matter what, it was going to be okay. What a beautiful reminder mm. and a, a a solid foundation for you. As I mean, you think about that. That's you weren't traveling to Jerusalem, but you were on a four-year journey. Yes, and yeah. you knew that as you walked to that journey, that mm. God wouldn't let your foot be moved. Yeah, and that. Uh, he wouldn't rest so that you could, maybe. Um, yeah. That's amazing. And it's, I think um, it, there's there's something about memorizing passages of Scripture mm -hmm. so that we, we can carry them with us yeah. for those moments when we need them. Yeah, because um, when it's sunk deep in your heart, God recalls them for you. Yeah. When, you, when your mind is spinning, the Holy Spirit draws it forth. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, it grabs and then, your attention. And then it can truly do what God intends for it to do is yeah. to sustain you. Yeah. When we yep. when we let when we let those passages and those pieces of of scripture um, become a part of us, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so where do we see in, in every passage I think uh, that we read, we mm -hmm. can we can see Jesus, the imprints of of Jesus. Where where is that in this passage? Yeah. For me, when I look at this piece of scripture, it's it's in verse 7 and 8. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. When you think how the Lord will keep you from all evil, he will keep your life. There's nothing else that comes to mind ex for me except Jesus' work on the cross and empty tomb. That God keeps us from all evil and keeps our life through his son, Jesus. The forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. And I think of Romans 8, 38 and 39, right? That nothing can separate us from the love of God that's, in, that's ours in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Nothing can separate us. Nothing. Neither life nor death. Nothing, right? right? Nothing of this earth, nothing in heaven, nothing at all. That's an amazing promise. Mm -hmm. I think of this last verse, um, the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. And I think about when I listen to podcasts, mm -hmm. I'm often doing something else. So maybe I'm folding laundry or I'm uh, driving somewhere. or And that last verse to me and to our folks who are listening out there, doing whatever it is that you do throughout your day, maybe you're out for a walk or Know the promise that, that God keeps you in your going out and your coming in, in the regular moments of your life, in the moments where everything can seem mundane and simple. God is present in that. That is the promise of this psalm, that, that in the midst of that, even that, especially that, God is with you. So today we're going to leave you with that promise. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on 
and forevermore. Sarah, thanks for being on with us today. Uh, Folks out there, we're going to come back with another psalm next week. We're excited to keep working our way through the psalms. Uh, In the meantime, make sure that you like, that you subscribe, that you share this podcast with others so that uh, they can join in on, on what we're doing here. And remember, in the middle of that, to stay deeply rooted. 